0: Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jay?
1: Hey, Monica, what's going on?
0: Living the dream, you know, I just.
1: Living the dream. What dream is that? Sometimes I I have nightmares.
0: The dream is the real estate shift. I freaking love the shift. I do. I do. It's a time where we can shine with our expertise. It's a time where we can consult. It's a time where other real estate agents get out of the business. Look, they did not really want to be in the business. Like, it's all good. Great. I like
1: it. I like it. I'm I'm on board. I know.
0: How, how are things in your world? How's your biz right now? It's good. I'm looking for another rental. Oh, oh. You haven't bought anything in a while, have you? It's been... Have I bought anything?
1: I feel like this early this
0: year I did.
1: But yeah, it's been a few months.
0: Maybe we should share with the listeners like your process as you go through that a little bit. Or maybe we should do an episode on...
1: We could do another that. episode, buying yeah, investment property.
0: Yeah, because okay. I've never... Well, I've done that. Hmm. I haven't done it like you've done it. Like I've bought... You, know, you mean made all the mistakes? Too. Oh. What's that? Yeah. No, where like I lived... I, I I bought it for myself and then also rented it out kind of thing yeah. out of town, but I've never done what you you do at a level. Okay. Well, how about we get to the episode today? How Let's like do to- it. Let's do it. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for joining us. We love having you here and appreciate all every time you come and listen to the real estate fight club, it makes us happy. So yes, it does hopefully we have put together a great show for you today. Today, we're going to Jen and I are going to Duke it out over this question. What are the biggest mistakes rookie agents make? What Are, are we going to fight about mistakes? this? Mistakes. Well, we might argue about what the biggest ones are. I don't know. And listen, if you're not a rookie and you're listening, I can almost guarantee you there's probably going to be some back to basic type things that you're going to be like, "Oh yeah, I should be doing that. I should be doing that." We
1: should be doing what are the biggest? I think we might have already did one similar like what are the biggest mistakes agents make when they want to start a team?
0: Oh, yeah, we've done that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first mistake is deciding they want to. <laughs> well, that's like the
1: biggest mistake rookie agents make. They're like, "Oh, I'm in the top 10 of my I did a million dollars last month, so I should start a team." Yeah, how many months I, into the business?
0: This is not sustainable. <laughs> All right, but you you've been around long enough. I've been around long enough. We've seen and listen, this is not judgment. This
1: I well, mean on my well, part it's probably judgy.
0: It probably for you it is. I've made these mistakes too. It's just a matter of when you don't know you make these mistakes. So this right. isn't this isn't in any way a judgment or bashy or anything like that. This is designed to help us like kind of relook at what we're doing to make sure we're not still making these mistakes
1: well i think though the biggest mistake is even it, it's beyond us it's like the process of getting a license it's like so easy and it's the same and we need an apprentice program listen that's
0: not in control of the rookies that we've already heard you're so box about that one got, but it kind of goes that.
1: along though it's like okay one of the biggest mistakes is like a number of people get in the business without I don't want to say without a business plan, because I think some people also spend too much time on a plan and they're not implementing anything. But without thinking of it, like, this is my business. This is, like, it's not a hobby.
0: Right, 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 right. Look, guys, you are, in the eyes of the IRS, you are a business owner. You're a 1099 independent contractor, and that means you own a business. And that's not like some random label they slap on you. You do own a business. It's a business. You're not slap they're selling houses. You are providing a service. You're getting paid for that service. You have expenses. You got a cost of sales. You got to pay your taxes. Like you're a business.
1: But even beyond that, too, it's like all of that, and when you walk into a business, what do you expect? I expect that they have a process. I expect that I mean, there's certain things, right? It's like hours of
0: operation, oh, standards, policies, practices,
1: all of that. I expect right. they know what they're doing. Right. I expect right. they're going to be honest and truthful with me and, and getting me what I want
0: or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, all the things that go along with, you know, treating your business like a business. Specifically, I think the number one thing is here's my hot button right now with a lot of agents is that we aren't taught, and so this isn't always their fault, but we're not taught, in my opinion, what your number one job is. So we're taught, you know, how to write a contract, how to open doors, negotiate. We're not taught how to write a contract. Well, we're taught the legalities of a contract. How about that? You're taught, you're, taught how, you're how to right. get into real realtor taught.
1: jail that doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, huh? That's right. That's right. I think that agents, the rookies, big mistake is that they don't understand that their number one job is to hold top of mind awareness in the category of realtor in the minds of as many people as they possibly can. I think that that the biggest mistake is you don't have your mindset right about what your job is. Yeah. That's your job. You only get to write, offer, show houses, do all that if you do your job. That shit is a result of you doing your job. That's true. I think job. you're talking about, you're talking about
1: generating leads and following up with the leads that you have.
0: Well, I'm talking about ultimately generating leads, but when you shift your brain to know that your number one job every single day is to do something that puts you in the position of top of mind awareness in the category of riches. So if I call It'll your pull you. clients, mm-hmm. I say, yeah, I say, quick, name an agent. If They don't name Jim Mertland. You have not been doing your job,
1: right? So that if your mindset is that way, it pulls you to the activities to do what you know to do in order to stay in that top of mind awareness, which is the
0: mindset that gets you into the action, Mm -hmm.
1: right? Which for some people is, you know, doing coffee, coffees or lunches or whatever. Some people it's Popeyes. Oh my God. (laughs)
0: some people it's it's, It's fine. It's fine. But they're not solo. Those are not solo things. You know, I do two Popeyes a year. I don't know why they don't hire me. Like you can't do two Popeyes and have a, that's a whole
1: nother episode. But I think too, I I think a part of it too, is like to, to go along with uh, mistakes that rookie agents make is not having any sales training Mm -hmm. or sales experience or sales background. And it's Mm -hmm. like, this is, even if you this is a cold call commission sales job at its core and at its base. Mm -hmm. And so if, if you know that, then you ha you know, that you have to go out there and sell shit.
0: Right. And so said in the most simplistic terms I can think of when you wake up and you don't have anything on your calendar, that doesn't mean you don't have anything to do today for your job. Right. because you Every single day you have something to do, even if you don't have an appointment. But a lot of people will say, well, Monica, I don't know what to do. Okay. So mistake number two or three or whatever we're on is sitting and waiting for somebody to come save you.
1: But what if I have a billboard? Will they call me then?
0: <laughs> <laughs> do not. I mean, do not. Don't.
1: But I think you, then it goes back to your your question or your original mindset of like the, what you have is to be in that number one spot in people's mind. So how can you get there? Okay. Who's the number one spot in your mind for getting your hair done, getting your nails done, getting insurance? Right. Like how do they do it? Right. And maybe replicate some things that they're doing to see if that works for you. Or take mm-hmm. some of the strategies we talk about in this podcast and see if that works for you. And then you will begin to find when you're in action, your resourcefulness kicks in. That's
0: right. Well, information is a commodity. You get out on uh, YouTube, find a hundred different top agents who are doing YouTube at a high level, and you've got all the training you'd ever, ever, ever need. And it's all free. Right. Look, it's out there. I cannot. I can, I cannot say, you're right, I'm sorry, you weren't trained. Because, well, maybe this is a mistake, sitting back and waiting. Like, you've got to raise your hand and go find the answers you need. And if you don't find them in the first 10 places, keep looking. It just depends on how badly you want the business and how badly you want this career. Well, yeah, I agree. That's true. Yeah. Do you, no, this is something's off with you.
1: <laughs> I think like it, it's, it is how bad you want it. And people will say that they want it bad, but do you really like, is there something in your life that you, like, look at if you have kids, okay. And you tell them, Hey, we're going to go to Disney world. If, if mommy sells a house. Right, that damn kid is gonna ask you every day, Did you sell a house? Yeah,
0: right, right.
1: So, like, if you're not sure what to do, look at your kid, they are like the number one salespeople. Most of them, that's true. (laughs) They're like, Do you want to buy? They'll probably cold call for you, or they'll like be at the grocery store, be like, Do you want to buy a house for my mommy? Do you want to buy a house for my mommy? Like, that's what they'll do.
0: That's right, that's right. Well, it's a matter of okay, I don't know what to do. All right, well, you haven't. Then spend enough time reading books, looking at YouTube, taking a course. Nobody's helping me. Okay, then you're not in the right place. You're not in the right proximity to the right people. You don't or you're have not asking,
1: asking the right questions. questions. We just did you're a podcast asking the on asking 100%. great questions.
0: Right, right, right. I mean podcasts alone, you could build a business by learning. You've got to convert yourself into a like fierce learner. A fierce learner. But then
1: action. It can't just be about learning. Like I know people that have this great business plan. They have the perfect business card. Their website is so beautiful and they don't have a freaking client.
0: Well, that's right. that has to come, but we're, we're talking about like, you're just sitting there and I don't know what to do. Yeah. So you gotta learn and then you gotta do it. You're, you have to do
1: it and it's, you know, and yes, doing it at a high level. Like if you decide you're going to do open houses, you're doing five a week for the next three months and then tell me you didn't get business. Mm -hmm. You will, it's Mm -hmm. going to happen.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. I also think too, one of the big mistakes that people have is they don't, they follow, they don't follow up on the right leads and they follow up on the wrong leads yes okay tell us more about that so I think that if I asked a if I ask a high top producing agent like top 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 how many leads they have they will they will say like less than 10
2: mm-hmm. it will it
1: mm-hmm. won't be that many it won't be as many as you think because most mm-hmm. people think you're probably thinking oh it's hundreds right it's mm-hmm. not true if I ask a rookie agent how many leads do they have they're gonna say Yeah, there'll be like a hundred or more. Like how many leads are there available? Like a Mm -hmm. billion. No, that's not right. Like what is a lead? A lead is not somebody who's going to buy or sell real estate whenever. That's not Mm -hmm. a lead. Mm -hmm. You want business now? Then a lead, when you change your mindset about a lead is somebody who's going to sign a contract within the next 72 hours, your intensity amps way up. This is true. You're freaking intense. You're crazy. this
0: This comment down just to the fact of following up
1: yeah First of
0: all, don't a lot of people don't even follow up well one get
1: trick it. that I learned was get an index card and if I had a lead I I knew somebody was motivated I knew they were going to be signing a contract I wanted it to be with me I would put all their contact like their name their phone mm-hmm. number on an index card and I would write in the corner what the commission would be when I sold the house mm-hmm. and I put gotcha. it in my pocket so that commission you know wherever you're at let's say it's your commission's gonna be eight thousand dollars.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And I need money. Mm-hmm. How many times do you think I'm going to follow up with that person where I could potentially get $8,000? Mm-hmm.
0: Like a mm-hmm. hundred
1: times a day. I will stalk I them until I get a
0: hold of them. I love it. <laughs> I think a lot of rookies aren't honest with themselves about the leads. Mm. You know, you hold on because you think that high number is. Or you the, show them
1: 52 houses them? because eventually they're going to buy a house and it's been a year right. and a half.
0: Right. Time to let go. I used to put mine in a spreadsheet, my leads in a spreadsheet, and I would put percentages attached to them. And I would also put the commission based Uh on where I thought they were purchasing. But if they were really cold and I, you know, we just had a conversation at a cocktail party, let's say or something, then I would just put that as like 25%. So it would be 25%. But every day my job was to do whatever I could with each of those clients to try to move the percentage up. Oh, good idea. Then that was me like, okay, how can I get them closer to being a 50% chance of closing? How can I get- Or them- zero. Or or zero. I want them off the list. You got to right. move that. You're exactly right. You got to move that percentage one way or the next. Yeah. And most new agents, rookies don't want to hear no. So they don't look for it. They don't press for it. But
1: the thing is, is like for a mindset shift, okay, if you're an agent and you want to sell 36 houses, Right like, mm-hmm. or whatever. That's only 36 mm-hmm. people that have to say yes. So mm-hmm. your job in the next 10 months is to find 36 people to say yes.
0: That's it. That's it. it because be, some people are going to buy and sell. Okay, great. Right. 18. 18. Could
1: 19. be. Oh my god, I can't do. Well, that. could
0: be thirty because only a handful of them are going to
2: do that. Whatever. Anyway, it's that but yeah, it's not yeah. that
1: many. And so, mm-hmm. if your mindset is that, it's like, okay, all I need is these thirty people. Then it's easier to get rid of people because the problem is, is if you have a bunch of people that aren't motivated, you, it, they will block from the people that are motivated.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You're 100% right. Let me give you an example of some have this weekend because Sharon and I mostly do business with people we know or at least one degree of separation mm-hmm. um, through a referral. Well, we hooked up with this young couple that's going to buy a house. They're like in the 450 range. So nice price point. And we didn't know them for any number of reasons, but we ended up showing them a house and then followed up with them that night on a couple of questions they had. We knew that house wasn't going to be the right one in that email. I put a sentence that said, as we discussed in the house, our next step is decide whether or not we're going to work together. Oh, like that's Haven't what decided I decided that yet. No. Because, well, no, because they actually I think I appreciated it. They're like, this was great ton of information. Can we talk? Yeah, because it is a decision you're going to hire me. I want you guys to both be on the same page. I mean that's
1: true, but this is definitely where we disagree. But go ahead. You would arrest them. We'll we'll just say for the for not arguing sake. Okay, I like. We should argue.
0: We should hold on. I want to hear your point on the other end. But so I wanted to give them time to have a conversation without us. It was fine. They weren't going to buy that house anyway, so it didn't matter to me. But I'm looking for that and I'm not doing yes. another thing. And I said, based on that, then we will set up a portal for you, blah, blah, yes. blah, blah, blah. Like yes. I'm not freaking doing that unless you say, yeah, let's work together. But this
1: is something we talk about asking. all the time. It's like having standards, right? Like if you're desperate, you're going to say yes to everything. And, right. if you're, and if you have your standards in place and you're doing the things that you know to do, you understand your numbers, you know how to get results, then you are not desperate and your give a shit meter drops. It's like, I mean, I'm not putting up with shit.
0: Right. (laughs) We're (laughs) aware. Believe me.
1: But it's only because I know how to generate leads and I know how to get to a yes, that if I'm only looking for 85 yeses, it doesn't matter to me if people say no, because that's
0: great. Max. You're off my list. Thank, you, thank you. Closer to the yes. I had an old manager when I sold radio. He said, Monica, when somebody tells you no, I want you to thank them. Yes, because, And tell them that that they have helped you move closer to a yes. What is and that I, accent? Oh, he's, um, he's Indian he's like, <laughs> this is and I love him. He's, he's my financial guy. I, I adore him. He says, Monica, tell them. Thank you. Thank you thank for you. moving me closer. He's to right. Me. Yeah. It's amazing.
1: I love it. Being rejected um, is awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> should we take a break and talk yeah. about your rejection issues?
1: <laughs> we should. <laughs> yes. Let's take a break here, Wood, from our sponsors. And when we when we come back, we'll give you another couple of tips.
0: You know, we have awesome partners, sponsors. We do. I hope you guys tune in and listen because they all can help you with something.
1: Yes. Why do 85% of real estate agents get out of the business in less than three years? Well, the main factor is that these agents don't realize that they own their own business. So my coach, Coach John Kitchens, has put together a free clarity report for us. This is whether you want to earn 100000 this year or a million. This report will give you the clarity you need to thrive in your business and not be a statistic. Go to CoachCodeClarity.com for your free clarity report outlining what your success looks like. If you're like me, then what you need right now is great leads. My number one lead source is a marketing engine called Pipeline Pro Tools. So we've hooked up with them to give you the playbook that I'm using that has generated over 12 leads in the last 90 days. So go to PipelineProTools.com slash Fight Club Book a quick demo so that they can help you figure out how many leads you will need in order to get the business that you're looking for, and then they will give you the playbook that I've been using for free. Again, that's PipelineProTools.com slash Fight Club.
0: All right, welcome back. Let's get back to the battle inside of the ring. We are telling you everything that I wish I knew when I was a rookie. <laughs> he said I wouldn't have made the mistake uh so we're talking about rookies and rookie mistakes but uh one thing we're talking about is that rookies don't go for no i guess is kind of a summary of that yeah that's yeah so tell us about your rejection issues and how much you No, i like it i know how much you love to be
1: rejected (laughs) well i mean it's not like i like when i'm generating leads it's like it's just not a problem because look only people know what's best for them right and if Mm. we're not connecting like mm-hmm. that's okay. I probably can't help them or maybe they don't need my help or maybe they're moving another direction or whatever. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Like mm-hmm. it's not a problem.
0: Do you look at it when you're doing, cause you're obviously doing cold calling and have a little bit more of that mindset than I do on a daily basis. Anyway, do you look at it like you're just turning over rocks and you've got to turn over a certain number of rocks to find Like hunting? Okay. I had this, um, I think
1: Aubrey Ballinger sent me this video. Hey, hey Aubrey. Aubrey Ray. Ray. Okay, so she sent me this video and it was this guy and he's like, okay, lead generating is like a deck of cards mm-hmm. and you're looking for a face card. So you're looking for a jack, a queen, or yeah. a king, right? Yeah. And you've shuffled the pile and you're, you're turning one card over at a time. Okay, call number one, it's an ace, not a face card. Mm-hmm. Call number two is is the number three, not a face card. Call number three, oh, that's a jack. Yay, we won, yay. 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 You stop? No. no hell don't. no. People do. People yeah. stop. No. Right. Right. Your goal, then they turn over again. And hey, what? Wait, it's a queen. Yay. Great. Do you stop? No. No. Then there's a 10, People. a nine, right. an eight, a 10, right. a 10. You know what I mean? On and on and on. Then. 20 then cards you're turning over 20 cards, no more face cards. You have these big wins, these one or two big wins, which happens constantly. And then mm-hmm. all, it feels like then there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Do you stop? Mm-hmm. Keep going. A lot of people do, but then yeah. there's like a stack of four face cards in a row. And if and you stop, right that, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that happens yeah. a lot. And there's a lot of anecdotes and books and things that's like you're, you're one more call or wh- however you generate leads mm-hmm. away from like a huge
0: win or mm-hmm. reaching your goal or whatever it is. That's right. That's right. So that would be categorized in a uh, rookie mistake is quitting too soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Or going or doing things like
1: not deep enough. Like, oh, I did one open house. It didn't work. I, you know how the number of calls I get. I, I called one FISBO and they were mean to me. Mm-hmm. OK, because you probably sounded like an idiot. Right. Or they're mean. Who cares?
0: Yes, it's so true. You know, it's so funny. I do not call FISBOs, as you know. Do. This weekend I was looking for a house for a client and I went hunting for FISBOs because hey. it Time that you do your job and hunt more than just a freaking portal on the MLS. Yeah. And there were three or four of them that I called and reached out to, and then because this was not where I live, and then I thought, let me just see what's in Anderson, where I live, for sale by owner. And let me just see if there's anything I'm interested in. Yeah. There were a couple of houses, and I texted three of them. Mm-hmm. I said, I live near your house that you have for sale by owner. It looks like you have had enough views to have sold it. If you'd like my help, I'd be happy to help. All I need to do is tour the home so I can give you really solid feedback and guidance. Nice. If not, you're. if not, fine. No problem. Um, wish you best of luck. I just, I just drive by your house all the time. You're listening all the time. Yeah. You know, two of those damn three texted me back like, we just got it under contract, but thank you so much. Or I think I got somebody on the hook, but I'm keeping your information like, I mean, I didn't get a hit, but is that how easy that is? Yes.
1: Shit. And what happens most of the time is that that's what happens. And it's usually something verbal because nobody's going to tell you your baby is ugly. Right? Right. Right. So those always fall through. Always. Like.
0: Yes. Right. They think they've got somebody on the line. Yeah. I mean, I'll laugh if one of those two calls me back and says, but it's very possible. And the only reason is because I had a. I actually didn't care about getting it. Like yeah. I think that was part of it. Like I wasn't yeah. desperate to get it. Right. Hey, I said, la, la. I was like, hey, I drive by your house all the time. Like super convenient to my house. You need any help? Right. That's it. Literally well, that.
1: And the fact is, is that it's not a, for,
0: we should do a for sale by owner episode. Oh, uh, we should. Because I uh, actually we should, and I'm going to do some for sale by owner up until we record that podcast yes. so i'll have some contribution
1: that'll be great okay, it's I'll fun it.
0: they're yeah. really for sale by owners
1: are a lot easier than expireds expireds are pissed
0: because they're so sad that they're, they're
1: so, so upset they're to. so pissed off they're usually like it's a price it's a value thing right what's this price yeah. plus condition so either the price is like way too high or the condition is trash and it's yeah. like you got to you have to have like PhD in psychology to like right. get through that. Yeah, but for know, sale I by know. owners, it's like, is it price? Is it is it the commission? Yes. Okay, great. Well, you okay, can solve great. that problem. Right,
0: like, I can cover that.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, okay, but you've been trying it on your own for how long? Have you gotten right. the results that you want? At what point are you gonna make a different decision? And you could be really direct and really just blunt. And it's it works.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally, I can see yeah. that. What's your last tip? Do you have one? For rookies? Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, I have one. Uh, Mine would be understand that your comfort level in your life, meaning that you have a roof over your head and you have food in your refrigerator, understand that that is your biggest effing enemy. That is the enemy. Comfort yes you're too comfortable you're not hungry enough if you didn't know where your next meal was coming for your kids or yourself and you're they were coming for your house tomorrow and you had two weeks to get one listing you'd you get it get a listing like more like no there's,
1: there's that story about like if your kid needed surge like some surgery that wasn't covered by like it's a terrible story but like
0: you'd go get the money you would go get it
1: but that's why yeah. you need to make your kid your accountability partner especially if they're like below eight I mean they are the best
0: that's so true get you a child I'd I'd set up a table like in a busy I don't know like in Hyde Park Square or something and be like I'm I'm a real estate agent how can I help you today like I would just I would submerge myself emerge myself in so many people yeah that I could talk to I'd figure it out or I'd go door knocking is probably what I'd do
1: Yeah, I'd make calls and texts and stuff.
0: Okay. My my
1: one, my last tip. Yeah, what was yours? Is listening to the wrong people.
0: (laughs) Good one. (laughs) Yes.
1: So if when you there's everybody that will give you advice, Mm -hmm. but you need to look at who's giving you the advice. Do Mm -hmm. you is their business where you want your business to be?
2: If the answer is no,
1: Mm -hmm. walk away. That's right. That's right. Plus, you probably didn't ask them either. They're just telling you.
0: <laughs> People that give yeah. advice for free, shoot. That's right. And just because somebody says, you know, oh, I've I've sold 10 houses so far this year. Oh, um, maybe that person was on a team and got 10 leads handed to them and doesn't know thing one about generating leads.
1: Like, well, yeah, like what's your number one? You can ask like, oh, that's so awesome. Congratulations. What are you finding as your best lead source right now?
0: You know, or like
1: whatever and ask some questions around it so that you can fully understand,
0: you know, you got it. That's it. All right. I think that's going to have to be the end of today's battle. I hope everybody, not just rookies, I hope everybody grabbed a nugget or two. It's really about back to basics. Just remembering those things that we talked about today. Hopefully that helped. And um, if you think of a rookie that might enjoy or benefit from this, go ahead and share the podcast with them.
1: Awesome. And if you're an agent and you want to find out how to partner with us to help grow your business so that you can make way more money and have a lot more time freedom without giving up a single penny or paying us a commission, schedule a call today by texting or calling me at 513-400-1691. All right, Monica.
0: See you next time, Jen. Bye.
1: All right. I am here with our tiebreaker, Andy Shear, who is... yeah. He was a f- coach of mine. Yes. Love Andy. And he's the head coach at Pillar Nine Coaching. Welcome, welcome, welcome.
2: What's up? Good to be here.
1: Glad you're on again. You were our first guest on our
2: that first was the inaugural session of the flight. It's, I mean, this is special. It's it just is, special.
1: It is special. Happy anniversary. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So I am so happy that you're here for this question, but I'm also like, I don't know if I'm nervous about what you're going to say but let, let's just dive in. So, what are the biggest mistakes that rookies make?
2: So, I mean, this is this is a big broad topic, right? So, I coach yeah. uh, uh, quite a few agents and and I hear this a lot and I see this a lot and I was telling you before like, hey, I think I'm going to take it a different way than than That's why know, I'm I, nervous. I, yeah. yeah. So I could go on and say, listen, they don't spend enough time in to, inside of their lead generation and in what we call revenue generation, right? L- literally, yeah. they're not focused on reach, relationships, or referrals in any way. Then you shape would be
1: repeating everything I said when I was fighting with Monica.
2: So, so that is the big broad answer. If you really want the answer, it's mm-hmm. that. However, I'm going to go with the more active agent, right? Someone that okay. actually is getting into the into the process. They are looking at reach. They are looking at relationships. They are looking at referrals what they're not looking at, what they're miscalculating are the financials. Ooh, tell me more. So, yeah, so obviously when, when they get in, they have brokerage costs and splits and desk fees and MLS fees and, and yes. all, all of this other good stuff. They don't operate on a budget. They don't operate on a PL. and l And honestly, when it comes tax time, they're all in this whole, oh crap. Oh, mode. you're so
1: cute. Your innocence that they file their taxes is adorable. <laughs>
2: So uh, while I I wanted to and I knew that you would be and I agree with you the biggest issue with people coming out of school right getting their license getting in into motion is literally that first ninety days one hundred eighty days of focusing on reach relationships and referrals yes once they get past that though if they get past that right it's because yeah. right now especially in this changing markets if yes they they are not looking at financials and they're not looking at it the right way even if they are looking at financials
1: yes. So how do we look at our financials? Like, what do we need to
2: do? Yeah, it's, we need to run it as a business. You know, I mean, Canada, that's, so, so that is, that is, if you want the theory or the concept behind it, we want to own it like a business. So have a separate business account, obviously. GCI, but what if there's
1: no income yet? Like. Even so. Okay.
2: So your, your personal self is going to fund your business. So open up your business account anyway, even if it's not an LLC or anything else have a separate business account and be like, okay, this is my budget for my business. Mm. Commingling accounts and commingling funds is not the way to look at it. You know?
1: No, I um, like this idea. So you put in, you create your budget. You put now, what if, what if you don't have a budget for that?
2: Well, that just takes, okay, what are my expenses and what am I looking to make? I mean, they could do it in an Excel spreadsheet as quickly okay. as 30 seconds. And if you don't have any money, then borrow it. If you don't have any money, then borrow it. I mean, if you're huh. truly vested into this. Yeah. I mean, that's you're going to so make like, it happen.
1: If you don't have any money, even better because you're going to make
2: it happen. You're burning the boats, baby. I mean, like it's, yeah. there is only one option yes. in order to make this thing work. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And, and fund that account personally and, and make sure you track that. And as soon as you can pay yourself back, so you don't owe yourself money. Mm-hmm. Um, your account will be able to figure that out have an accountant, have a bookkeeper, all that other fun stuff. But Right. And then, yeah, your GCI check comes in, pay your taxes and your expenses first, and then you get paid after Mm
0: -hmm.
2: investments and all that other fun stuff. So like- This simple,
1: simple change. I love this. I was nervous. I wasn't sure what you were going to say, but this is perfect because like this very simple change of like running it like a business, opening an account, putting in a fund will empower you to be a business owner and will empower you to be like, I need to go make this shit happen.
2: Boom. Yeah.
1: I love it. Always so much wisdom, Andy. <laughs> Do you have any final thoughts about that? Are you good? You just no, I mean, the mic heading home.
2: No, I mean, again, the, the agent financial side of it is something that's extremely important. And I see mm-hmm. it all the time when agents are like, well, I'm behind on taxes or I owe $40,000 in taxes. Like how the hell yeah. did we get here? Right. Even with experienced agents. So if they can develop the discipline, the habit now of understanding mm-hmm. the true net profit of their business, yes, it is a game changer three, five years down the road when yes. they have all of this business coming in and they don't have yes. to really worry about the financial piece.
1: Exactly. Now, I know that, you always have like different programs and different coaching options to that you're working on always moving always moving so what is one of your favorite programs or what can you offer to us today that you think would benefit us yes yeah, so we have
2: we have two right now so i'll say that the, the folks that really want to get invested into coaching in professional development as well as personal development in the real estate space is the drive program? I'm not necessarily going to talk about that all too much, but that's if people are looking to step up, and it's right around 200 bucks a month. I mean, it's they get told uh, it's crazy the amount of support. That being said, the people that are simply looking to step into that first phase, which I know again you know 11 and, and and just dive into yeah. reach relationships and referrals. We have 100k 100 days. We love run it that. every single 90 days, okay. and for whatever it's worth, it's only 97 bucks. Nice. So literally $97 for the entire 90 day period. Yes. Right. And, and it's all accountability. There's a scorecard, there's a weekly accountability call. Just get you into
1: action. So you don't even have to be a rookie for that. It's like, if you're feeling like you need a shot in the arm, this could be like you're a good shot.
2: Yep. Absolutely. So hundred K, a hundred days. Next one, I believe is going to end up starting on September 1st. We're just ending the, the, the first inaugural session right now. So all of that can be found on pillar nine coaching.com.
1: Pillar9coaching.com. Awesome. Andy, is that the best way to get a hold of you too if they have other questions?
2: Always. Yeah. So, Andy at pillar9coaching.com or right through pillar9coaching.com, they can fill out the hey, contact me form and I'll reach right out.
1: Awesome. I appreciate you being a guest. Thank you. It's awesome. As
0: always. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.